Hey gorgeous, are you ready to turn on the light switch of your soul and live an authentic, radiant, unapologetically pleasure-filled life? I'm Penny Vandersloos. I empower women like you in their midlife who are struggling to love their body and prioritize pleasure, play and passion and invite them to discover their powerful, untapped sensual, sexual and feminine energy so that they can feel confident, free and in love with their body and life. I'm a pleasure activist and adventurer, feminine empowerment coach and conscious creative and connector, a wife, a mother of two teens and host of this podcast, Turned On, Wild, Free and Sexy in Your Midlife. I've poured my heart and soul and an abundance of love into the creation of this podcast in Melbourne, Nam, Australia. I want to acknowledge the traditional owners and custodians of these lands, the Wurundjeri people, and pay my respect to the elders past, present and emerging. Now, it is time to get turned on. Today, I'm excited to have a beautiful guest with me, Nicole Rowan, an award-winning visionary entrepreneur, a bridge and igniter of social change in the world today. She built two multi-million dollar businesses by the age of 34, making her street skills approach to business grounded and results driven. Her visionary entrepreneurial thinking and unshakable knowing of the power of the quantum, combined with her three decades of business building and consultancy, have captured the attention of CEOs, authors, entrepreneurs, and industry experts from around the world. Today, Nicole is a peak femme performance business consultant, speaks on the new era and calling of financially free women who lead from wholeness and alignment to the unstoppable somatic intelligence of the field. When Nicole speaks, your heart listens and you begin to hear your own truth call you. Bit of a mouthful, right? It's a mouthful, but it's, you know, that's because there's a lot of good stuff in there. So we're here today to talk about women feeling worthy and wealthy in their midlife. To begin with, I'd love to hear from you. What is it that turns you on and what is turned on in midlife looking like for you? Ooh, that's a juicy question. Tough. <laughs> So turned on for me is I feel like I'm in a totally new season of my life. I feel like I have a tool belt full of tools, but I'm at the I'm at the beginning of a new summit. So that's what it feels like. So what is turning me on is coming to life in a way now that my so my two children, Darcy's 18 and about to finish year 12, and Ruby is 11 and so I feel like my kids particularly after COVID being in Melbourne are at that place of takeoff mm. and I feel like mama's at that place of of, of redefining so it's, what's turning me on is feeling like I'm stepping into my mission feeling like I'm of deeper service to humanity feeling like I'm remembering who I was but becoming who I am at the same time so and getting structure around my life that the chaotic times of motherhood and having to learn to be fluid with that. I feel like I'm in the place now, given the age of my children, that I can really serve my desires and fill my cup up more than I am focused on them. That feels like that little tip-off point, yeah. Yeah, I hear like you really tuned into the opportunity that's presenting itself with the changes of your children's age, but also what midlife can offer women that we're perhaps not really told about and and you're definitely tuned into and that that's where you can feel really aligned and excited by what's ahead. Definitely. And it's a different kind of birthing, right? So as menopause is hit, I am in a more conscious phase of birthing. I'm not birthing my children anymore, but there is that desire that there is so much more creativity for me and being able to come back into the world and just have an awareness that I'm still in that cycle mm. and I have to be still in that cycle. I'm woman. Mm. And so to consciously really cultivate that and getting into that cycle, knowing that my body is in a phase of recreating itself. Mm. So I feel like I'm mimicking that and living that. Which is awesome. And I think it is also a beautiful kind of platform to talk about money and, and wealth and women because how do they interact? Because we haven't got that understanding of how our cyclic nature and 
our femininity can be part of the money conversation. And it's interesting, this podcast used to be called Shine, Love and Light On and I was really keen to talk about topics that were taboo and people didn't like to talk about. And I knew money was one of them and I never got to speak to someone about it. I'm so glad to finally have this opportunity. We don't like talking about it. It's super, super like sex. And I'm fully aware of how that's difficult for people to talk about. And probably for some of the same reasons, because we don't have an education around it. So we sort of feel like we're stupid or it's a bit too risky or people are going to judge us. And there's a lot of heaviness around family history that comes with both those topics. So what are your thoughts on that? Oh, I've got so many thoughts on this. Where do we start? Where do we start? Oh my gosh. I want to start by saying it's not our fault. Yeah. Actually. So it's not our fault. We've been groomed into a patriarchal society where there is no value placed on motherhood as an example. Like like our power place and there is no value and we have this intrinsic subconscious unworthiness that comes when we become mothers and so and even if we're not in the phase of uh, or cycle and choosing motherhood there is still that undervaluing of of the power of woman and I know that is because we're so powerful that we are we are the revolution. We are the revolution. We are the awakening. And that's why I believe, like, I've done so much work on myself and I feel that women become addicted to feeling uncomfortable. We're addicted to if I just, I'll do a little bit more shadow work or do a little bit more personal development work. Well, I actually don't know anything more powerful than when money hits the room because when money hits the room, the rubber hits the road. And we're taught to say we're not very good with that or we're, we're quite frivolous with it. We don't stop, look and and nurture and keep. And, and for most women, money seems to be out of their reach or it's the man's job or there's stories around this. But I truly believe that that's not our fault. I believe we've been groomed that way. I believe the game has been set against us. It's like being called a slut. It's like being, it's like the grooming of all the parts of ourselves that give us power. And I truly believe that the revolution is getting money in women's hands. So I am a big stand for the number one key spiritual work or the number one key work is for women to actually become the wealthiest women. And then we pass that money down to women and families and children in need because this is our leadership. But we have to step in the door of money first. It's a tough one. Yeah, I mean, I think power itself is really heavy for some women, right? It's like it's too much. I don't know how to control it. It feels I'll be judged for having it. So it's yes, we are like in our society, we definitely have tall poppy syndrome where you're cut down to to fit in, and um, we're people pleasing. So there's a lot of complexity, I guess. It is. And and it's just being aware of it because, it, yeah, I think that's where we we can then begin to understand ourselves and take action. And like you mentioned, is being conscious of the impact of all these stories <laughs> and context of patriarchal systems, the systems as well. Absolutely. It's a, it's a programming matrix. Mm. And we can't do it. By ourselves that's just the truth of it we have to come back into a circle and a, a sistership of women who are daring greatly with us we can't hold it by ourselves we were never meant to never meant to so we might have undulating experience with wealth where we've made money but can we keep it and then women are again just living on the edge or we believe that it's not our job and it's his job you know and so there's such fractured relationship with money and power and sensuality and sexuality it's all intrinsically linked together Mm. but when you start to unlock and even if it is the turn on to pleasure what starts to happen is when you get that little momentum going to me there is this a woman's worthiness so her self-worth is her net worth they are intrinsically linked a woman's relationship to beauty is her 
net worth as well. It's all linked to worthiness. The, the woman who feels the expression of her own inner power, and that's not dominatrix energy. That is her own inner well, her own alignment to her destiny. When she starts to walk that and she walks that with women and in circles of women, she is living her destiny. She's leading her children. She's leading her community with heart-centered power and softness all in the same breath. And you can't unlink sensuality and sexuality from that. It just starts to come up and bubble. There's an aliveness because money and sensuality and sexuality is a currency through the body. And they are intrinsically linked. So tell us how you got to see that or understand that. Because in your bio, it talks to, you know, having at a young age experience managing big business and and successful business. Were you lucky? Did you stumble across it? Or were you taught from your family? And so now you've had that experience on the ground and want to share it? Or yeah, what was it that allowed you to understand what you've just shared with us that it's interwoven with sensuality and sexuality and pleasure and power. Yeah, well, well one of the ones was polarity because what I really knew is that whilst I was so I came out of university doing my marketing degree and then started to co-create a business my first one but ultimately it never felt like it was my purpose so you know that feeling when you're doing something, you know, you're really good at things and you kind of, you know, it's not really what you're fully here for. And so we were making a lot of money. And then my parents' business, so they were in the food area, nearly went to the wall. And so my business bought into my parents' business and then we moved into that business. And again, it wasn't my purpose. So what got me into it was a deep desire to connect to my mission, I could feel it. I could feel the pull of something pulling me somewhere. And before we sold the family company, I had this incredible sense of knowing, this intuitive kind of hit that it was time to go into one of the big supermarket chains. We had external consultants because I wasn't skilled in supermarkets. And so I, I moved into the logical thinking. I need to get this consultant to give me information. And all of a sudden, I didn't have words about quantum. I didn't have words about synchronicity or, or manifesting or anything. I had no idea. What I knew is I knew love. And so what happened was is that while I was searching for the buyer for Coles, the Coles buyer was searching for me. And so I'm like, oh, my God, how strange. So what what unfolded was I knew that that order was going to be around a million dollars. However, I had consultants saying that's not possible. It's impossible, Nicole, and you're naive and really berating me as a young female. And, of course, the order came in $998,000. So I learned something very powerful. And then we sold the family company because I was pregnant with my first child my heart broke open to be less than my mission, to be less than the expression of who I was because I was becoming something I didn't know. So everything ruptured. We'd sold the family company and I was just a mum. So I went on that quest and that journey to discover who I was. And and so that numbness was a call to aliveness, that berating telling me I was naive and I knew it. I knew it was a million they were satisfied with 250. I knew it was a million. So I knew I left and sold that family company. And I knew, and I want women to know this, I know that money comes from the quantum. I know it. It comes from the currency of love and service to humanity. But you have to get organized. You have to stand and go and and move yourself into a posture of backing yourself. And and Tell that's us a little bit about quantum for someone just listening first time thinking what is she talking about what's this quantum I'm going to be really simple I'm not going to be you know it's all scientifically proven as such I'm going to be super simple here right so that space of the quantum space is that when you are inside for example your heart space and you can feel 
the energy coming physically outside your body, it is the biggest space around you, is the quantum, it's the universe, it's divine love. It's For some people, they call it God. For some people, they call it the universe. For some people, they might even just say, I'm getting in the zone. It's when you feel some presence and some consciousness, you get consciously aware that even, and, and as you curate, as you it's beyond the mind too, right? Isn't oh, it? Well beyond yeah. the mind. But yes. we've been taught it's money the is there's ways to make it, there's ways to handle it, there's ways yes. to manage it. Yes, it's through the body. This is a different access yes. to intuition, and that's the feminine element to these conversations that we haven't really been attuned to or taught about or well there's all science around an elevated emotion getting yourself into an embodied personal state but ultimately it's feeling the presence of being held by something of love beyond the mind as you said it's probably the easiest thing to do for some people they call it being in the zone for some people they'll call connecting to the quantum is a gut feel and we've all had it and we all have it as women um, and again, it's another one of those grooming things that, you know, we're told that that's frivolous. It's not. That makes you all your money. Mm. And we're not trusting it. So then mm. we go, oh, but I haven't made that money. I don't have that qualification. I haven't done it before. <clears throat> yes. Yeah. Uh, it's rife. I worked in recruitment. I used to see women, you know, not trusting themselves because I haven't done it before. I did it myself. So if you haven't made a million dollars, you're thinking, well, like, I can't possibly make a million dollars or I can't possibly bring that, you know, I've come from this part of the world or this type of experience. How can I possibly shift that? But what you are inviting us into thinking there's something beyond what we think is possible. 100%. And when we tap into that and the starting of that can be the switch onto pleasure. Literally, because the moment we have access, it's like switching onto pleasure, switches and accesses a part of ourselves that we couldn't access without that. And then we, and then when we cultivate a practice around pleasure, everything starts to change. And there's a richness and an abundance that actually starts. We get to tap in and tune into and really turn on our life. And 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 that aliveness will take us. We've just got to be able to to stop trying to determine what the how is. It's not the how. You will be taken and the clarity will be there. That's not wishy-washy. That is how people make their money. They arrive at a destination that they didn't know. It, it comes from the unknowing. And there's a confidence in it almost. I'm hearing uh, earlier, just before we started recording, you were saying how people who are wealthy have been kind of told how to be that confidence was shown to them can you talk a little bit to that yes absolutely if I had a diagram I would I'd be saying to everyone get a piece of paper and pen out and draw yourself a little triangle and in one corner put g and the top put o and the bottom put d literally right is that god yes it is yeah Yeah, it's a god principle because there's actually a quantum science to wealth there's actually a science to it it's a methodology and if and it's again, that's why I say it's not your fault. It's not our fault. We didn't get taught it. And so <clears throat> absolutely there's a there's a confidence to our greatness. So when we move into the world in the expression of who we are, we're shining our greatness. We're moving in the world in a way that's very confident and connected and calm. And she's very fearless, really. But even if you don't have all those qualities, you don't even need to have great clarity. You need to just simply follow curiosity. If you're not quite sure, follow an aliveness of curiosity and it will lead you somewhere because the key factor is is that the more you trust yourself, often the biggest issue we have is we are in a perpetual cycle of self-betrayal. And we may get a little hit and, and it might be contact that person, ring that client, But our lack of confidence says no, and we don't do it. And so we we end up spiralling, and that that not doing it has an impact on our ability to receive. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, absolutely, you know, uh, conscious women actually can, they have a, a certainty, they have a posture that says they're not choosing either or, 
they're choosing all they're not sitting in negativity they're looking for opportunity so in a recession or depression there are so many people that are becoming you know we're we're living right now in the biggest wealth transfer in the history of the planet because people are moving themselves into where money is there is massive amounts of money being made right now there is enormous opportunity out there so it <clears throat> but you posture to get into that the problem we have is that most women will posture into pain and cycle around pain, which is why an adjustment to tweak to pleasure becomes so important. Like it's like our life depends upon it because it does. Can you talk a little bit about G-O-D? God? Yes. Yeah. yeah, definitely. So this is all, again, it's all quantum science, right? So the G component is our greatness. As I say, who am I and how am I showing up in the world by being the fullest expression of me, getting my weirdo on, right? Because we are we are our million-dollar formula. We are. And the less we accept that, the less we shine and we function in somebody else's version of ourselves, then we don't actually, we can't access our greatness. We can't access the million dollars. So the more you step in courageously, and be as weird and unique. Like with my clients, I'm like, get your weirdo on because that's courage and women are drawn to that. You then have that magnetic quality. So the G is my greatness as being who I am and going to market to serve. You'll notice I'm not saying focus on money. Yeah, I'm saying focused on service to humanity with the whole of everything that I've got. Then the O is getting organized, a big issue for women. So we think that actually all we need is love and that if I just show up and be a really kind person, it's all going to come flowing. No. No, actually. Just like your womb. Your womb is a container. She's a divine organization. Your body is organized for leverage. It multiplies, right? And just like your womb, you have a container for receiving. And so it's extremely important that we have the a container that, um, and in, in my world, in our course, we've got um, a course that we're running, we're manifesting quantum wealth. We teach women about getting themselves into what we call the QAM, which is a quantum wealth actualization map that is aligned to quantum law. So it's not a budget. It's not about deprivation. You must plan in a, a freedom experience account, which means a pleasure account, because money is there for you to feel what it feels like for to have the soul expressed. And so organization, both in your, I think an, another thing that we do is get women organized around their worthiness and organized around their pleasure. So they have to switch pleasure on because we've lost the art of ritual. And so a lot of us, it's like, oh, I can't be bothered. You know, or we have, we, some women feel very boxed in by ritual. But the problem with that is that the feminine chaos needs structural form and that polarity of feminine energy and the masculine energy. And so this organization piece, once you're organized around money and we have ritual around it every single week to nurture it, everything begins to change, particularly when you get aligned to quantum receiving. And so that's the O, get yourself organized because an optimized pleasure-filled woman, you can see her when she walks in the room, right? She's not chaotic and she doesn't get caught in the monkey mind because she's focused and organized around the fulfillment of her life, her destiny, and therefore she's organized around pleasure. And then the last part of that is D, which is extremely important, and that is we're daring greatly. So we need to move ourselves into the uncomfortable places because it's about the growth. It's about who am I in my growth and then sitting in that growth of loving and honouring and nurturing who I am right now in my present moment. And on the flip side of that, who is my destiny calling me to be? And then what we know is the woman with the greatest self-worth wins. The woman who's the most organized, so money goes to the most organized. Money will also go to the one that is daring greatly. Now, for some women, and, and we know this, right, daring greatly could also be go to sleep, have the day off. It is not living adrenally and exhausted. That's not daring greatly. Mm -hmm. 
daring to live wholeness is daring greatly. And so what we also know is that your network, your sistership, who you surround yourself is your net worth because she's your sustainability. She's the oxygen mask. You cannot sustain the undulation and the moment you get yourself on the game board and you dare greatly, the, the ego has to hit. Your limited beliefs have to happen. It's contraction and expansion. It's how we birth. It has to happen. It's just a game. And so this is what we teach in War Manifesting Quantum Wealth is how to play the game to win because it literally is set against us. And then we just cycle the game the whole time. And so that's that daring greatly. That's the G for our, our greatness, our organisation and daring. But you can't keep daring greatly if you don't have women surrounding you. Mm. And it's that I think that is so powerful. And I see all the, the links to the work that I'm doing with women stepping into discovering their sensuality and expressing yeah. it. It's that takes courage. It takes something to rewrite those stories. And when you do it with others and you realize we're all in this same boat, but is rewriting even the story that women are against each other and competing and will take you down and will take away from you or aren't trustworthy. Do you have any tips and advice around women who feel quite challenged by trusting other women? Do I ever? <laughs> or how do you find your tribe of women that will be trustworthy for you? Yes. So <laughs> the personal tip is stop coaching a woman, right? Listen to her, witness her. If she's having a moment where she's feeling fat, don't tell her she's stunning. We just want to be seen. Don't, don't do that. The other thing is to be well boundary. Let a woman know what your boundaries are and do that with love so that you're not going to bitch about her automatically. We trauma bond and it's not okay. Not okay to ghost a woman at all. We have to develop skills of safety to each other and that takes time. How did I find my women through rupture? There's that, you know, I've had such shit in my sistership. Oh, my God. But I also know that the rupture is there because that's that call to my purpose. I wouldn't be getting such brutality unless it was what I was also here for. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm born on Anzac Day. So in a meditation one day when my little baby boy was two and he's 18 now, all I heard was, if we're not mateship, who are we? We're sistership. And I went, oh, my God. So that sent me on a quest to determine what is sistership. And I and my thing was I know how to make money, but how do I, how do I actually function and come back to village of woman? And it's a process of you unraveling you and you magnetically attract phenomenal women or you join women's courses like yours and mine you get inside you know we literally have on a Friday um a woman manifesting circle and we come together and women in my world we have to communicate in a way that has structure because most women don't know how not to coach and it's not safe it's not okay to move into coaching unless you've been given permission so there's this art of listening and it's cultivating, it's unhooking from what we've been taught. And I think this is where, you know, we talk about it being a sisterhood. Well, to me, that's part of the problem because the moment I saw sistership, it wasn't a hood anymore. That's what I wanted. I, I knew intrinsically what we had done to each other and I would do everything in my power not to be that woman which is why everything for us is circle, circle a witness of our pain without coaching, circle um, where we come together on Fridays and literally we say, you know, like the holy trilogy of Mama Jean is about that bragging and that gratitude and then woman has a chance to vocalise because we give birth through our throats, we create through our throats. So she gets an opportunity to vocalise her desire and what she wants and then the whole community has a, literally will sit, imagine it, and impress it into the quantum for her not only is that woman feeling alive because she's in with a circle of women that are daring greatly alongside her but she's also learning to trust herself in that circle because she's getting skills by witness mm -hmm. and that's something we lack we're not in a village anymore so we have to really get ourselves into these communities and join these courses particularly of women who've 
been there and and really a lot of women who teach it because we know what it we know how hurtful it is Mm. this is the thing isn't it we're rewriting what it means to be wealthy to feel wealthy but also to be a sister and like you said to listen we don't know what listening is we've never had that is gossiping and and undermining and people pleasing which is not conducive to being seen, heard and valued, which are the key elements to being in circle. And, yeah, I think that's a really powerful piece of advice you've given us and I love to reiterate whenever I can is how important it is for us to know that by showing up as ourselves, we will find our tribe. It will feel uncomfortable. And, in fact, that's that's the reality. We've been a big illusion that it, life is going to feel good. <laughs> all the time growth requires like you said contraction and expansion and that is uncomfortable always without a doubt and it requires us to have clarity around who's best for us and who isn't and to be able to let that go yes and I think it's also a skill set to know that the uncomfortableness is a great sign so in my little world whether it be me mentoring my women in business or in Women Manifesting Quantum Wealth, it's a celebration. It's gone, well done. And, and, you know, if you're really getting a bitch slap of growth, that it could be you're launching a thing and the computer turns off or you're all of a sudden your friends turn on you or family members or whatever it is that is happening to you, shame and guilt and scarcity and it's all going off, All of that is a freaking awesome sign. So if you were playing a PlayStation game, which is what I liken money to, it's just a game. If you know how to play it, you know the rules, you can absolutely crush it and you can live the life of your dreams. And I believe that wholeheartedly. And I know that money comes when you play the game well. Mm -hmm. And so... The issue is when we have been taught that depression or all of these things are a problem, women will step back off the game board. They'll go back to, oh, who am I to even dare to do that? And then they cycle back again. And so it's getting used to the game. The game is, oh, my gosh, I'm going to do something really like really daring. I'm going to do it. It's like, are you going to do it? Yeah, I'm going to do it. You step onto the game board and instantly all of those five or six places the villains of the game have to show up. They have to because you've just left the old part of you behind. So your energetic body, your quantum body, your self-belief, if your self-belief was a a dress size, imagine you going out to this obese size of self-worth. Now your reptilian brain is going to want you to come a lot smaller, don't dare too greatly, and you're going to be reminded of every single thing you've ever thought of yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's meant to, and the family friend will even tell you that, or a family member. Who are you to do X, Y, and Z? This is because this is the game. The game is to do that. And, you know, our kids know this in gaming. So to get to the next level of the game, you've got to move through the villains. It's just, it's so simple. But we just need a circle of women ra- ra- around us going, congratulations, you must have done. That was a huge bitch slap. They are coming from you from every angle. The haters are going wild on social media. You must have said something really amazing. Keep going, babe, I've got you. That's all we need. Keep going, babe, I have got you. And we give voice to that and we move through the discomfort and then we pop out the other end and go, wow. Mm. And then we go again because we get another little inspiration so it's getting You're a new more, level, new yeah, devil. <laughs> it, but that's it, right? It's And what I experienced is I didn't even know. I hit another level and I had people that I that were my allies turn into my villains. And I'm like, wow. So on level five, you're a villain. I didn't even realize it. So the getting the good is what am I going to do to her? Am I going to be a bitch? Am I going to attempt to shoot and kill her? Because that will have me go back off. The, I'll, I'll come down. I'll have to do that whole level all over again. Or can I stand in boundary setting? Can I stand with confidence? Can I sh- shine in my greatness? Can I do that and keep moving through? 
so that I'm not leaving a trail of brutality and blood and, and, and old patterning behind. And that's, again, why you need women reminding you it's just a game, babe. I've got you. Keep going. Keep breathing. And that's how money comes in. But that's how your destiny, that's relationships, that's being a mother. It's the same thing. It's just a game. Mm. But when you know the rules, it pours down. And it can be fun, right? Because it's way more it's fun hilarious. to win. <laughs> But I think it's interesting for me, I felt competition meant you hurt other people, whereas yeah. what I've learned around um, abundance and this different way of looking at wealth and, and money is just because I have it doesn't mean I'm taking it away from someone else and that they can't have it, that the universal system and the quantum is there's enough for everyone. It's more than yeah. enough for everyone. So we're, we're sort of changing the, the winning kind of approach to you're not killing everyone and you're the only one left standing. <laughs> do you want me to do a little activation with this? Because I, sure. I can help everybody. Yeah, you're ready? Yeah. yeah. All right. So I'm going to invite everybody to close your eyes. So if you're driving, maybe pause. Yeah, that's right. If or you're walking. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right. So just taking a few moments to just come back to your breath. This will be nice and quick, by the way. And in a second, I'm going to actually invite you to open your hands out like you're sitting round a circle of us, of your sistership. And take a moment to acknowledge the woman to your left. And the invitation is for you to clasp hands. And Acknowledge the woman to your right and again just to hold hands and start to get a sense that there are women all linking hands together and that you are sitting in the most beautiful circle of your sistership. And now imagine that you're down at the water's edge and that you have been given a bucket. Every woman is now standing beside you along this beautiful long beach and every woman has her own bucket. Taking a moment to step forward to that water and scooping out a bucket of water for yourself. And if you look to the left and the right, you'll notice every woman has done that. She has her own bucket of water, of currency, of liquidity. Now you'll see some women are going to have actually rocked up and they have only scooped a little cup because she's a bit nervous that she's taken too much. And there's another woman over the back there's backed up a semi-trailer and she's pumping that water out. She is going for it. And you start to notice, oh, wow, I can actually take more. And then you look out to the ocean and you go, wow, these women are all taking it and there's still more, like my little bit didn't actually impact any woman. And then what you start to see is that women are starting to come in and take a bit more. They're looking at each other like, can I take more here? Can I do that? And if you take a moment to notice that every woman is just taking her own little buckets full, her own degree of worthiness, What would it take you to take another bucket knowing that you can't impact another woman? So dip the toe in, take a little bit more and notice that the beach and the ocean is still flowing back to you. What if take a little bit more again? And taking a moment again to take even more. How much more can you take? How much more pleasure will you allow in your life? How much more love will you allow to flow to you? And if you've got a little cup, could you take a little bit bigger cup? Could you take a mug? Could you take the little Pyrex bowl and scoop it? Could you do that? It's a journey and it's a process. So my invitation is for you to take your arms up 
and put them above your head and imagine that you are pouring down every single thing that you have ever desired. And it's pouring down on you now. If you have a look around the circle, you'll notice that every single woman has her own stream of receiving. Can you see that you cannot take from another woman? Please have a look again. You cannot take from another woman. All you have done in this moment is just ask, I will have every single thing that I have ever, ever desired. Pour that down on me. Every woman asks for her own stream of currency. You cannot take from another woman's currency. So just go into noticing that. And today, when you dare to dream, when you dare to call in your level of abundance, just know you're taking your bucket and see if you can take some more. Build yourself up to that semi-trailer that is pumping that money out, knowing that there is so much more. And, and just give yourself a chance to feel that truth because the truth is, I heard the other day that there are $10 million available for every single person on the planet. So my invitation is for you to dare to be the wealthiest woman that you know because it's just asking for what is already there for you. You're not asking for me. You're asking for you. That's super powerful. Wow. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. It's the truth. Yeah, and I love the visual of it because we can see that, right? It's much easier when you have a visual like a beach and a bucket and a cup. Yeah, <laughs> and some see. women will feel very uncomfortable. That bucket's too much. And and you just grow into that. And that's the turn on switch on a pleasure. Mm. It's the and that's, you know, when you combine that with your sexuality. But it's also I hear too is it's knowing what you need and feel good with. Um, you know, I, I, there's some that really do want billions and billions of dollars and have a yes. luxurious five-star lifestyle and others don't. And so it's about really honouring where you feel your wealth is. So wealth yes. and money and abundance are concepts in, in the game and it's about which game are you playing and, and what. Yes. It is really true. And I would really invite women to stretch into more because when we are comfortable with the price that we're charging in our coaching or with a wage that we have, if we're comfortable, then I would say that that really what we're desiring is about 20 to 30% more because we've been groomed to settle for less. And we need to raise that bar, whatever that bar is, right? It's individual to each woman, but raise that bar. Yes, so it's when you're comfortable, and I think that's with anything, the comfort zone's okay, but it becomes stagnant. There's We're expanding as a universe, so we need to be, be expanding. And you've mentioned it many times when it's a bit dis- uncomfortable. They're the signposts. They're the, they're the sign you're on track. <laughs> and it's when the work begins at the place of discomfort. The journey is the becoming, and that's the journey. It's not the destination. It's the journey that you're here for. So if women are keen to learn a bit more about how they can rewire this game and start playing a game that feels pleasure-filled and and allows them to dare greatly in a way that will light them up and be aligned and what was the G again? I forgot the G. Uh, greatness. So greatness. greatness. In your greatness. Your, your, your weirdness, yeah. your uniqueness, your... Yeah. One in seven billion or eight billionness, and knowing that you're not going to please everyone. Like, where's this idea come from as well? What a load of rubbish. <laughs> We've got to get rid of that idea for starters. Yes. Where can they meet you, find you, play with you, learn from you? Yes. We have just now set up a War Manifesting Quantum Wealth Insta. There will be TikTok. We are going to be everywhere. So likewise, also a Facebook page. Feel free to PM me to Nicole Rowan. I haven't had to have a website because I've always been word of mouth. You can definitely find me on Facebook. As I say, look under War Manifesting Quantum Wealth and that will be the easiest way to do it. We're building out from there. So 
getting really so what will the programs entail is it sort of group coaching or is it like self-paced courses or what are you doing yeah so it's definitely group coaching and it's gamified so when I say it's fun this is doing money in a way that we're together so whilst there are modules to learn there's planners there's ritual around days of the week there's group sharing every single week and that's because we know we can't become ourselves for some women it's terrifying like literally terrifying to look at money and get organized around it to actually acknowledge that it exists and it's also terrifying for them to realize that they're going to live the life of their dreams that's probably the most scariest thing of all is that they're going to you know learn to live and be and feel that way and so we've curated the game so she'll actually win it So it's planners, it's financial structures and systems, it's support with your sisters, it's pre-records, it's live. We've done it so that she's going to win. Oh, it sounds fun. Might have to come play. (laughs) Yes, absolutely. And for someone who's like midlife or, you know, that have gone through different ways of managing wealth and understanding their wealth, what would you say to them when they're like, do I really have to go and learn more or do I have to start again? Do I have to rewrite this again? Um, no, because you're bringing all of your knowing to the game. And so you'll have all skill sets, but there's a lot of unlearning. That's the truth. There's a lot of unplugging from the things that actually don't work. So no, she doesn't have to learn everything, but she will want to rewrite her life to a great degree and that's not about going chaotic that's not about having divorces that's about saying who am I unapologetically and how do I align to that but again it's once you know the science of wealth once you know quantum law and you start to live with that there is a momentum and an aliveness and a joy that you tap into something that you never knew you never knew that was actually what what you were truly capable of and that's what we're experiencing and that's what I know to be absolutely unwaveringly true that we're that we are just we're under skimming the joy of our life and what I'm hearing to it doesn't matter your life experience to date your qualifications how much money you've got in the bank or not it's this no we've got women in there literally who are feeding their children with handouts and we also have women in there of multi-millionaires who have upper leveled and don't really know why everyone's coming at this with a with a naivety with a beginner's mind and a beginner's heart and and just come and and play just see it as play that's it it doesn't matter where you are right now but where where you are is know that you're at the perfect place to begin the game in a whole new way and live the life of your dreams. And that is possible for every single woman. I think what's exciting is you're offering women a place to play where they're not being assessed on their wealth to begin with, like as an entry point. Like sometimes it's like, oh, you can only play with us if you've got six-figure businesses. And so there's always this comparison and this ickiness around, oh, not enough. (laughs) I can't be, I can't play with those. Well, they're better than me so this seems like you've really given women a chance to come in as themselves to learn what they need to learn yeah yep. absolutely it just makes a woman where she's at and it doesn't matter her age it doesn't matter any of that and look it happens to be that a lot of women are coming in around our age mm. because we are at that place and a lot of us are feeling it calling and we can't ignore that calling mm. And I think we're plugging into these ideas of maybe I can be amplifying my impact through connecting with other women and and having these safe places for conversations around stuff we haven't had conversations before around and haven't had places to be free to get messy and muck it up. Yeah. Make um... agree. agree. We've got one of our techniques is called the dunny. And that's where we invite women to expose their feelings, the things that they feel aren't good enough. And we get in the messiness and the muck of it and we dump next to each other because shame hates witness. Mm. And so it is about the messiness of life to, un- to unravel. And But that's life. 
Yes, you don't do it by yourself. We were in the tent with each other. So you can imagine being in a circle of women where everyone cycles the sinking because we do to women daring greatly around living a life of their destiny, full stop. And then actually moving into, well, bring everything that I've ever asked for, bring it to me now and, and pour money and joy and vitality and all of it on me, but I'm not going to forget money. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to forget money. It is, I believe personally, it is the number one thing that we should be doing is switching on to money and our pleasure and linking the two together it's where women are not wanting to do that it's edgy it's that's where the work begins it is the work because we're asking for life to be actualized for us and we're moving and we're demanding it and when a woman bows in her reference to herself it's game on so come play in this really exciting and quite emerging space because it's it's where we're really unlocking people's power yes pleasure and money and wealth and and abundance and any last minute things you'd love women in their midlife to know about their worthiness and wealth their worthiness and wealth the last little tip and now I'm going to say this with love right and I'm saying this not to scare anybody we need to take our head out of the sand we're coming into a time period where recession, depression, we don't know what's about to hit. But all the economists have all said it. Whether they're saying it on the news or not, not relevant. I'm asking every woman that hears this to get her money shit together, to not experience what we did in COVID. You need multiple income streams. You need to know, you need to tell yourself the truth, where's my money now? You need to become skilled around this. There is legacy wealth to be made now. And you can't make that by the head in the sand. So it's time. Start now. It's time. (laughs) It's time. You're not late. You haven't stuffed up. You haven't done all those things. It's time to get yourself into posture of, for those of you that don't, that are panicking, it's, it tell yourself the truth. Let's get started. Have a look at it put the scary spider on the hand, on the face. We've got you. We go nice and slow. We literally have curated a game where women are coming together and helping each other step by little step by little step. For those of you that have, you know, women who have more wealth, step into the greater worthiness of that. But get started with multiple streams of income and we speak about that. Prepare, prepare. So I say this actually for you to get excited about opportunity. Move to the posture. This is not about terror and stopping you. This is about going, holy shit. Look what is I can do. Yeah. Yes, because the wealthy are getting wealthy now. It doesn't matter whether you go, I don't want to be wealthy. I'm not into money. Bullshit. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be put in a place where you're being forced to do anything ever again. Mm. And so it's money. It's money. I know that sounds really tough for a lot of women, but posture for money and wealth. Safety. When you say posture, you mean like set yourself up for yeah. like a in a strong position. Yes, look at the money, get yourself organised, which is what we do in All Manifesting Quantum Wealth. We have every single Wednesday night, the whole community is looking and loving and nurturing because if your money was a lover, would you be divorced? Would you be dating? Would you have a hot love affair? What would your relationship to money be now? That needs to change. If you've got a hot love affair, bring it. So then just bring in multiple incomes. Or multiple lovers. (laughs) Exactly, multiple lovers or just multiple-isms, right? So that's that's the thing that I would say you need to get organised because we can't have what happened happen again. And my biggest desire is that every woman that I know to become multi, multi millionaires, because I know what you're going to do with it. You're going to hand it down to women and family in need. And what we do with that, to me, the awakening is women to realize what their power is, because we are 85% of purchasing decisions. The corporations own 85% of companies, but actually we are the most powerful people on the planet 
We're the ones that have actually got ourselves in this mess because we bought their bullshit. We're buying their narrative. We need to get money down into the hands of family companies that are heart-centred, that care for the earth, not, not be profit and not be sold to. We are the ones that we've been waiting for. It's women's. It is the women. And, and 2024, astrologically, you watch women's leadership is going to take off in an even bigger way. And I want us all to ride that wave of our receiving and then get it down to people and families in need. We have to have us in the game. AI is coming. We have to have us, particularly our, our mid-age, us. We cannot let the a whole generation be taught unembodied wisdom from young children or young adults. It's never happened in the history before. So I just can't and I refuse to allow women of our age to sit back and watch on the freaking sideline. I won't do that. I'm not allowing for it in my world. So we've got to get into the, into the ocean and we've got to swim. We've got to get our buckets and we've got to get our wisdom, our greatness, our message, our medicine out in the world mm. because I refuse to allow anyone on my watch to actually allow the wisdom of those that just know technology to bypass the, our crones, our queens, mm. our mothers. I just won't allow for that. No, and we're loud and powerful. <laughs> like, we just need to give ourselves that voice, don't we? So come and play with Nicole. And I'm so grateful for you sharing that wisdom in beautiful new ways for us to kind of have it land and and really take away what it is is our next step you know if you're listening back thinking well what can I be doing where can I be stretching myself where would I meet women not in a sisterhood <laughs> in a not a sisterhood where you the tide rises and we all right I really like that I do speak to sisterhood so maybe I might re reword that now this idea instead of it holding us down it's actually lifting us up on the tide and Absolutely. And it's fascinating, right? Because the tide, it's all water, it's liquidity, it's acquisitions, it's currency, it's all, this is our domain, it's the embryonic fluid of who we are, we are creation. Mm. We've just got to remember how powerful we are. And I'm really hearing as a message for me is that remembering that money isn't this thing, it's a, it's a beautiful energy and it's, it's love, it's got a character that we can really start to dance with and play with and learn from and yeah. make it an enjoyable experience as opposed to, oh, I've got to do my tax. Oh, I've got to do this. I've got to like play in these systems in a way that feels disempowering. Yes. No, you don't. Mm. You don't. There's a whole other world out there for you to play and receive. That's our birthright. So go get them, girls, women. Yes. And if anyone wants to join from here, I would love to offer a really special offer. Just say that you've been on this um, podcast, you've heard it, because it's really important for me that our work gets handed on like a love letter from woman to woman. And I love Penny. I love your work. Thank you so much for inviting me on because, you know, your language is mine and we have to bring pleasure and a remembering of who we are. Mm. Thank you. Thank you. So if you loved the message of women reclaiming and rewriting what it means to be wealthy, especially in their midlife, this is not a time to sit on our laurels or give up or think it's not possible for us. Share it and recommend it. Other women you know listen and connect in with Nicole. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much. Let's keep connected. Follow me on social media, Facebook or Instagram at Penny Vandersloos or register for my emails or check me out on my website, pennyvandersloos.com, P-E-N-N-Y-V-A-N-D-E-R-S-L-U-I-S. -E